Hey. This is the personality podcast. And we're here to have fun. Anyway, guys, do you know what a shower thought is? I don't shower. Yeah, I know what a shower is, but not a shower thought. Well, that's a... Wow, I, I didn't realize I had to start from all the way here. Anyways, a shower thought is, my good sir, a thought you have in the shower that's completely random, that you would never otherwise think of while walking, talking to someone, and just being by yourself. Speaking of which, who the hell are you? Uh, I'll start off. Well, um, my name is George. I am currently, I'm 20 years old, currently studying IT. Um, I'm a big computer person, obviously. I love my technology and uh, I do enjoy my gaming as well. I guess I'll go next. Uh, I am Jordan Neal and I am just, uh, I'm an upcoming dev, though I'm a bit slow on that moment. And I just a, just a bad Sonic fan. <laughs> That's all I can say. I'm Nick, uh, 19. I turned 20 in like uh, September. And I say that I am learning how to make video games, but in reality, I am not. Oh, I feel you there. Anyways, and here I am, your great host, Matopsy and Perfu. 20. Up and coming in, I guess, medical studies. And I'm just here to guide you all into the world of personality traits. With a smooth voice. Yeah. And in other words, by the end of this, you're going to have something new to put on your Tinder, your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram, whatever the heck you put your stuff on. Either way, you're going to get a new personality trait. I mean, that'd be a lot to put on. Anyways, guys, so a shower thought. Have you ever had them? Or no? I mean, I've personally had them a lot. A shower thought is definitely something that, like, you'll get them, or, like, at least in my case, I'll get them, and then I'll sit back, and I'll realize, hang on a second, that's dumb. So, I think they, you know, they'll come in sometimes, they'll come out. But it's, it's definitely one thing that doesn't doesn't stick with me, at least. And you, George? I guess, you know, not really knowing what a shower thought is, but it seems like everyone gets them. Yeah. Anyways, I can tell you one thing. Have you ever thought, why is it that hot water sounds different to cold water when it's been gushed out of the sink? Like, that's, it's one of those type of thoughts, you know? It's so dumb and random that you kind of don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I, okay. At least I'm the only one that doesn't, like, the only one that doesn't, like... I'm not the only one that thinks that. I'm trying to get the words out of my mouth. Um, yeah, no, this is going to happen so many times. Uh, yeah. Because when, when you're, like... When you pour out a kettle, you hear that, you hear that sound. And you're just like, whoa. Sometimes. It's like, how does that happen? kind of weird yeah i know it really is but uh other than that i guess one really recent shower thought i've had is is it weird how in our dreams like all that weird stuff that we do like flying time travel superpowers we try and convince ourselves in our dreams that that's normal like 
I lose the dream sometimes and like, huh, sweet, I'm flying. That's normal. I mean, have you ever had that sort of thought? I've had that plenty of times. Like, there's always just those dreams where it's either you be- want to believe that it's real or it's just something that seems so believable that you just accept it as a calmality in your world. They don't happen, but... Well, they don't happen often, but it's just weird at the times they do happen. I definitely think that there, there's no there's no lead-in. If I'm just asleep, and then I, you know, I wake up. Oh, sorry, sorry, I don't, I don't wake up, but like I'm asleep, and I'm in the dream, and in the dream I can fly. There's no build-up to it. That's definitely like, cool, I can fly now, and then you just, you just go with it, you know? If you're aware... If you're aware that you're asleep and you know that you're in a dream, you know, who's to tell you, besides yourself, I guess, that you're not able to do stuff? Yeah, that's really profound. I won't lie, that's kind of really smart. Except for the fact that I just woke up this morning looking at myself like, what the heck did I just do? You know, like, I just woke up to the thought that I could probably fly if I had really tried. It's, and that's it's the so problem I have. Weird because, for example, today, I, I dreamt about putting on a pair of shoes that I don't usually wear, right? And I put them on today. Like, someone asked me them to put them on, and I'm just like, crazy. Dreams are so weird. Yeah. It's but no, I mean, great. aside from that, have you ever dreamt that you just woke up and started your day just to wake up and actually start your day? I've had those dreams. Personally, have not. Not that I remember. Yeah, I can't say I have either. I, you know, I use my dreams typically as a way of separating uh, myself from like reality. I don't. I don't tend to, you know, dream about the real world as it would be, or or if it is, you know, quote unquote, the real world. It's just that bit different that you can recognize it and say, hey. This isn't, you know, I'm definitely in a dream state, or I'm dr- definitely not awake at the moment. Okay, wow, you really make me sound like a crazy person. Like, am I the only person that's ever, like, before a test or anything, you've, like, dreamt about all your formulas, all your writings, all your topics, just to, like, write and read it all throughout, like, you know, second study? I feel like I'm, you make me feel weird about this now. I mean, uh, if you're crazy, that means I'm also crazy. Crazy, because I've had plenty of dreams where it's like I seem to dream at something that's in my day. If not like immediate, I've had plenty of dreams where it's just something that would eventually happen, but I ended up having it happen in a dream beforehand, which there is a proper term for those kind of dreams, as I know. I, I kinda, I can't. Um, say I have usually so before I get to bed if I have a big test the next day I'll, I'll think about the formulas I'll think about what I need to to do and what it's on blah 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 but you know, I would say I dream about the formulas kind of try to take my mind off that for the night yeah you're a lucky man than me I'm cursed with the thought with the thoughts and imaginations of math oh god it's, it's, it's like having a weird nightmare now these days, you know? Like, living your life throughout your dreams just to wake up and realize you have to actually do it. That's what stress to you. Yeah, because, I mean, for me, just... 
I don't know, it's like, man, today could be way better than my dream. Or it could be disappointing, like a Christmas present that you never wanted. How about you, Nick? I mean, what do you think? I mean, kinda? I, I, I'm not super stressed about, you know, a couple of years back, if you asked me some of this, I definitely think I would've had a better answer to give, but I, I didn't particularly enjoy doing math or more like hard science subjects. You know, the only the only science subject I studied at the end of school was psychology. And there's a whole debate on whether or not that's really a science. So I, I, I never really wanted to sort of attach myself to stuff that was super numbers based. I was more like abstract concepts. So that might have wormed its that wormed its way in occasionally. I think there were definitely points where things that I had learned at a given day, you know, that'd be in there. But you know, hard math, hard science, things like that. You know, thinking about what I have learned and only replaying that as it's a you know a second lesson. I don't think I've ever felt that before. Okay, so essentially, you tell me your greatest nightmare was an art dream. I pretty much, yeah. God, no wonder you're, you know, starting to make games and things. You pretty much, you pretty much live in a video game, level up every day. Yeah, dude. I'm so, I have every day the next pea grind, just to see if I can get that sweet, sweet level up. Yeah, I mean, speaking of, I mean, what, what's happening now? I mean, is anything coming out now? Because I feel because of this whole COVID thing, everything's been delayed to like next year. Uh, big releases are sort of staggered at the moment. Um, you know, in terms of big companies, I know that, you know, Microsoft and Sony, um, in general, they're sort of focused on their, their big titles and um, their big releases with their new consoles. And a lot of their sort of main teams are working on uh, release games for those consoles. Nintendo's been pretty quiet. You know, the most recent thing that we've seen from them was that the the 3D Mario, uh, like All Stars collection. But you know, indie the indie scene is is going pretty okay at the moment. There's some pretty big names um, that have come out. Hades was pretty recent. Uh, that got a lot of uh, a lot of support. Um, I personally have been following a couple of games that have come out or are coming out soon. Uh, Necrobarista, that's an Australian game, um, visual novel, uh, set in, it's in Adelaide, I'm pretty sure. Um, that's worth a play. Uh, and from our friends, uh, across the water, a cute little visual novel dating sim called Best Friend Forever from a New Zealand crew has come out, so, you know, it, I, there's nothing super big that's come out. I guess the most recent thing to really talk about would probably be like Fall Guys. That's you know taking the world by storm, but it's it's you know been quiet this year. I remember seeing Necrobarista, and it seemed like an interesting title with like the kind of style I remember seeing from the type game. I didn't well, know it was a Australian style. game. You know how, like, when if someone were to say, like, visual novel, right, your, your traditional sort of view of that is character portrait, box of text at the bottom, right? Um, and usually it's usually all 2D, you know, text comes up, you read through it, you answer a dialogue prompt here and there. Um, Necrobarista, instead, everything is done in 3D, everything is a 3D model, um, and 
the text and the camera aren't confined to one space and one angle. The camera will move within the scene and have different shots. Um, there will be, and the text will be like displayed next to a character's head rather than a text box at the bottom. So it's a total game, but like 3D. Uh, kinda. It's it's definitely, I think, uh, a game that you need to sort of experience for yourself. Um, I think it's 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 one of those things that's very hard to uh, explain in words. But once you sort of like you look at you look at it and you look into it, it's like, hey, that's pretty nice. I mean, hearing that expre- uh, explanation, you gotta respect the people that made it trying to take a different direction with the usual vision novel, novel formula. Mm-hmm. You could also respect any anyone that creates a game or is a part of it. It doesn't. It's not easy, right? Yeah, Nothing, nothing is easy. No. Necromorphic was in development for, I think, six to seven years. It's like with the, I'm not sure how big the team was. I, I want to say I think probably a team of about five to ten. Let's say so. You know, Jeez. this this industry it's not easy. It's fun. You know, if you're into it and you're really down for it, it can be a lot of fun, but it's it's not, you know, you, you can't just jump into it. You definitely need to, like, you need to have the motivation for one thing. Like, I'm sure Nick can agree with me on that one. Mm-hmm. And you just also got to be able to have the ability to keep up with, like, kind of the industry, being able to confidently put your ideas to pen and paper and well i have heard i hear it heard it quite a lot going through studies you just need to not be afraid to have people say this is weird and why'd you do it because sometimes you just need that opinion Todd, do you have anything to say what are you i mean honestly i just find it interesting whenever i hear a game's being made in australia because i mean Dude, I mean, what what are we known for other than deadly animals, whole bunch of drinking, whole bunch of swearing? God. It's also spiders. Spiders. Yeah. Yeah. We, are, we are essentially the um. Uh, what's, what's the best way to put it? If in the U.S. right, Florida is the Florida of the United States, Australia is the Florida of the Western world. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. I mean, did you hear about that news story about a lady adopting a kangaroo and not wanting to release into the world? Yeah, dude, I love it because yeah, it's, it's, it's exactly like you say. We're essentially the full Florida of the Western world. Like, I mean, I guess you could call us the Florida of the world, really. Yeah, we have a lot of dangers, but we can have a good party too probably a bit too much at times uh, why do yeah. you think victoria is currently in lockdown it's because we enjoy our partying too much my dude i i adapted i covid party <laughs> covid party the next form of party levels that oh, cannot okay. be a, a understood by the commonality. you ever seen you ever seen a silent disco before you know it, it, it's everyone in a room but instead of there being music everyone is wearing headphones i'm imagining that a covert party is like that just a bunch of people in a room but like you're not allowed within six feet of each other everyone's wearing a mask everyone's got like their hands in, in gloves and everything um security is there and they kick you out if you get within like two meters of somebody 
<laughs> I'm having flashbacks to my 21st this year. Oh, no. Oh, God. Okay, okay. Whole well. I just want to laugh at the fact that that essentially sounds like every American movie prom when I was like 10 and 12. I mean, you're not wrong. I, I feel like, you know, the movies made in the US about teenagers typically cannot capture what it means to, you know, actually be a teenager. Okay. First of all, I think you're wrong there. I think it captures perfectly how it feels like to be a teenager before 2010. Right. Yeah, yeah okay. No, I, I, I get you. I get you. Because, like, legitimately, I feel before 2010 and when phones and the internet just became a big thing, everyone was, was a lot more purer, nicer, quieter. And less Australian, you know? The world was less Australian. Ain't that I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. Um, my reasoning is because, have you seen, oh, like, it's not just the old movies, but have you seen, um, like, the country towns and um, just outback Australia? Like, a lot I mean, of I, uh, I um, mean, I guess you're right there. Considering I lived in one for about twelve to no, yeah, about twelve years, fourteen years, give or take. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I guess. I mean, but like George, please, like, it's further explain that. I'm actually curious. What do you want to say about that? Um, I I don't know. Personally, I just feel in this era in Australia, everything's um. It's a lot more multicultural. Um, yeah. Surely you see all the TikToks of Australia being Australia. There's YouTube channels such as um, Fairbairn Films that sort of just capture Australia and the way they talk and the way they act and blah, blah, blah. But Australia is very multicultural. If you go into the city, um, you, you'll see a whole bunch of different races, you know, a whole bunch of different people where, say, for example, 20 years ago, there wasn't that. A lot of people were migrating 20 years ago and um, looking for a new home. And that's when Australia was Australia. The outback. All dirt and dust. And yeah. You're not wrong about that. Like, you see a lot more people from different countries in the world. And, like, for better or for worse, it can be beneficial and it has made for changes in the country. No, I mean, that is true, but yeah, no, no, I really can't refute that. Weird, isn't it? Because like, is. I, f- I feel like that's a shower thought for people outside of you know, kind of just like Australia, where it's just like one, two different races. Like, I feel they have a show. I'm like, huh, we're in 2020, and we still only have two different races living in this country. Yeah, I think a lot of people that haven't been to Australia see Australia as a different thing to what it actually is. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It could be like it could be a good and bad thing, but um, I think with any country you just gotta experience it for yourself. I mean, yeah. But hey, I mean, as much as I love all you know all of this, 
I still love the fact that we're gonna get Torsen believing we ride kangaroos. We fight, <laughs> we, we fight alligators on the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's, you know, you've got kind of when you when you're an Australian visiting somebody from outside Australia, or you're talking to them, when they ask, you know, oh, is is this insert Australian stereotype true? You know, do you have drop bears? Do you ride a kangaroo to work? Um, you're not a, you know, a true blue, true blood Aussie. Unless yeah, I think the, um, the the one that I get asked the most is. Do you need to actually put shrimp on the body? Oh and, dear God! And um, I, I've never seen my anyone that I know do it. There probably I mean, are people that do it, shrimp. but I've I've seen some people do it. Like you know, you can you can <laughs> get like especially with bigger prawns, right? If you like split them in half, you like butterfly and spread them open, stick them on a skewer, you can grill them. But like, it's not a very I, I don't even know where it came from, but no, it is. We a we don't call them shrimp. Um, we call them prawns, and I think they're two different types of shellfish anyway. Uh, and b no, we just we just don't. Yeah, no. Uh, but we do put bananas on on grills, don't we? We'll put anything so- on a grill except the shrimp. That's that's the stereotype. The stereotype is wrong because it's we don't put shrimps on the barbie. We put everything else. I mean, it's better than, like, well, yeah, pretty much we put things on the barbie all the time. It's better than its American stereotype of putting everything in deep fry. I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's uh, yeah, I think that's exactly right. Yeah. Oh, look, but also, type uh, America saying they put everything in a deep fryer. It's obviously not true, but yeah, every culture has their you know their respective sort of food stereotypes but not as like the type of food that they the like the way that they prepare it or you know or what goes into it but no dude on that like which country do you think has the best food well i mean my answer would be italy because of the fact that i got to visit that country the food there was so good i think i think until you physically go into a culture like you you go you know you can say that you've had italian food Right, you can say, "Oh, I love Italian food," but you—you had mock Italian food. I think Jordan is the only person here who can, for sure, say the validity or like the comparison of, of Italian food. Versus yeah, and say, Italian. say for example, Greek food. I've been to Greece and had Greek food. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I, like I have gone to. I've had like proper Japanese food. I've been to Japan. You know, every everywhere that's not your country once you experience the food from there you know it's, it's a whole different like ballpark of, of you know of, of quality you've never had good cultural food unless you've physically been to the origin of said culture dude i 100% agree with you like going to japan I legitimately had like ramen there, and every ramen I have in Australia just cannot compare. Yeah. And legitimately, I've, I've it's so much cheaper. A lot of people how like it just Jap- like Japanese ramen, like from Japan, is just people can't have it the same Australia. Hundred percent. I I I I don't want to say I hate ramen in Australia. I'm just saying it's, it's not Japan. I can definitely say the same when it comes to pizza because, like, the tr- trying the pizza in Italy, like, it was 
it was simplistic, but it was still just so tasty. There was just something about the simplicity of it that just made it lighter to eat and have a lot more flavor to it. Whereas the ones in Australia, like I, I'll still eat a pizza like here in Australia. Like uh, I won't turn down a pizza, but it's definitely not going to be as good as the ones I had while I was in Italy. And the same can go for pasta as well. Dude, I, I just want to point out like legitimate, like, like you said, Nick, it hit different when you go there. It hit different. Mm. But no, I mean, dude, I can't, it, it's, it's weird because now that I think about it, I think only one of us is true blue Aussie, which is Jordan, isn't it? Yeah. yeah all of us are pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, my 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 mum's side of the family is is Greek, so I you know I would only consider she's she's first generation in her family of like you know she was the her her parents my grandparents on her side were the ones who migrated so she was the first um, of her family to be uh, born here. Um, my dad's family's been here for a while. They're you know from England Island area, so. You know, Technically, if, if you're English, you know, sorry, if, if you're from Australia and you say that your family's Australian, technically it's just your family is English or Irish and they ended up here somehow. Potato fest, that's what it is. Potato Dude. Fest. Potatoes, though. They're real nice. Dude, I love potatoes. I love, oh my god. But I love how... Oh. I love how everyone in every other culture that I've talked to is like, dude, potatoes are the most bland, boring thing ever. You can do and so much with potatoes. I know, which is weird, because like, I feel like, why do we use potatoes as an insult for like, white people sometimes, you know? Yeah, like calling them a spud. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing though, is the potato by itself, right? He is, he is a shallow boy. The potato... As on its own is generally kind of just bland and boring and it, it doesn't achieve much but the moment you do like anything with it the moment you you you, you change it it's so you mean you gentrify it yeah essentially you it's been confirmed <laughs> you might as well just think of it like this like a, a simple potato can just be like a canvas as long as like you don't do anything to the canvas it's just a blank canvas if you throw some paint on it then you got a painting i mean Man. Yeah, cooking that's that's why they call it the culinary arts you know the, the chef is the artist the tools the brushes the potato <laughs> the potato the canvas and the they're like extra whatever like is the is the paint okay pretty much i mean i've been doing more cooking lately because of being in in the house more obviously because of lockdown and whatnot and like i just get a new respect for cooking and like i mean talking about potatoes it makes me think i should definitely do a potato dish at some point that's for sure there's so much you can do I, I've had potato today. A potato? I had... Well, I had KFC. So I had potato chips. Yeah. Speaking of which, I love how... Okay. 
for context sake, just on this podcast, I used to work at KFC. Which is one of the worst places I've ever worked at. And I can say that for sure. I don't know whether that's just a personal experience or just like it's across the board. I didn't like it. But one thing I can always agree and accept, those chips are the best value out of every fast food place I've ever been to. They're great. They are great. Legitimately. And were they like extra salty? Ugh. Dude, it is diabetes on a, on a chip because... You don't realize this, but the salt packets that we like have, that we shake on chips, they don't hold salt in it. So when we shake it, that half half of it is like gone instantly. <laughs> I want I want to I want to give you your heart some like sort of like hope or anything, but no no no, you were congesting like. 20 times the amount of salt you would usually put on anything. That's why it tastes so nice. Yeah. The salt makes you come back for more. Death <laughs> makes you come back for more. It's like, um, as well, I work at a, a movie theater and the, um, the, the, um, butter mix, it's not actual butter. It, it's Wait. a mixture between, like, a, a butter powder and oil with salt as well. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of odd. Whoa, 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 so so you're telling me there's no like a secret butter dispenser in that like you know cooking plate? It's mm-hmm. all just powder it's a, with oil. It's all, it's a powder. It's a powder with oil. Yeah. So you wow. put the popcorn in the um, in the in the popper. You put a, a scoop of the mix, and then you press the oil button, close the lid, and all good. It's it starts to pop. Wow. But I tell you, fresh popcorn is amazing. You can't go wrong with fresh popcorn. Fresh popcorn is always good. It's expensive as hell, you know. Going going to a theater is always expensive, but like, <laughs> it's worth it. I think. Yeah, like, but real quick, I think Australia is the only country that sells food expensively. Really? No, no, no. I see that sentiment shared in a lot of places um, that just. Like, or at least in the UK, and I, I think sort of more European-ish areas, I'd like to say, their sort of, their food model for cinemas tends to be pretty expensive as well. Huh. Wow. Yeah, because like, I, I always hear from other people, it's like, oh, you go to, you know, China, Bali, Thailand, America all these different places like yeah it's like so much cheaper there but you have to tip mm. that's what it is that's, that's what gets you one tip becomes many and many becomes zero wallet yeah uh, when the assumption falls on the the consumer to give extra because the employer doesn't want to accurately you know, pay their employees, then you know that's that's when you've you, you've reached a um you've reached a problem of, of you know bad consumerism. Um, you definitely there. Yeah, but no, I mean that's interesting though, isn't it? 
the fact that we had uh, no i love how we had this whole conversation about you know shower thoughts and then delved into oh hey this is australia go get your food now <laughs> that's just how conversations go when you're among friends dude i'm gonna i feel like i'm gonna get copyright for doing that probably <laughs> Lord help me. <laughs> it might be the same. Thing. <laughs> it might be the same with the movie comment too. Yeah, you'll be fine. Just don't think about it too hard. Okay. At least I'm not making money from this yet. Yeah. Big yet. You'll be yeah. Fine. But on that, uh, I feel like, yeah, you know, I want to go through some questions I've just found on Reddit. You know. Fire away. Okay. Is it mom? Is Marmite just Vegemite? This is a question for you, Nick. Oh, um. I want to say yes and no, but I'm I'm honestly not 100% sure. I, I think it's a UK ish mom, uh, like Vegemite, but you know, I think that, that might be underneath the same like parent company, but I don't think that they're, um, I don't think that they're exactly the same. Yeah, because like, I, I, legitimately, I honestly recently learned about Marmite because of that case caught between Vegemite and Marmite. Because yeah, that's a thing. That? Yeah, that that's a thing. Isn't that weird? Damn. They must use very very similar uh, ingredients. I don't think it'd be exactly the same because of uh, definitely stealing issues there. But um, yeah. Yeah. It but could dude, also be preparation cares? related. Yeah, but who cares? Who even eats Vegemite? I mean, there's a lot of Australians that eat it, obviously. And what? I, I don't know. I've seen those videos where it's like people trying Vegemite. Usually the problem boils down to them eating it wrong, at least with the ones I've seen. Yeah. Well, yeah like, it's one of those that. things where it's either you love it or you hate it. Well, yeah, true. true. Personally, I don't like it. I'm not a big fan. Yeah. I, I think part of the problem comes from, like, you know, it is it is very much an acquired taste. Um, and even then, the people who enjoy it, either you put, like, a ton of butter on your bread, or you put a little bit of butter on bread, or you put no butter on. Um, I think people who put no butter on are crazy. I think the people who put too much butter on are weak. If you put on a little bit of butter, put on your Vegemite, and you eat it, and you try not to cry. Just a matter of sucking it up sometimes. But yeah. You know, we sacrifice, and sometimes you just gotta make a sacrifice for breakfast. I just, I just want to point out, that just sort of sound like a relationship. You're <laughs> <laughs> uh, not wrong yeah. there. Definitely uh-huh. not wrong. Yeah, I'm gonna skip over that and move on to the next question. Yeah, please do. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather not continue to think about this. Oh god. Okay, okay. So, another question here. I'm just gonna rephrase this because this is just way too damn long. How does it feel to be on the southern hemisphere where the where the seasons are reversed? Hey. No, the other. No, but the other. I was going to say the Northern Hemisphere, their seasons are reversed, not ours. 
Yeah, well, that's correct. I'm just reading the question how they read how they wrote it. Wrote it. Wrote I mean, it. It, it literally only matters when it comes to I think representation of things in media. You know, whenever you see something Christmas related, exactly. a Christmas story, it's always snowing. But here, we're boiling our asses off because it's you know hot. It's a 25 to 30 degree day, which is like, ah,、oh, Christmas. Yeah, exactly. It's Christmas. Like, Dude. Otherwise, everything is the same for us. Yeah, I mean, for me, I always think budgie smugglers and Santa wearing swim shorts. Yeah. I, I my opinion、it. just on it is that because of the differences between the North and the South when it comes to the weather, you got people that are either freezing their butts off because. It's one season there, and then the other, like ours, we're just becoming a sauna because we don't get the cold like them. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, I, I feel. See, I think we get it better, in my opinion, because as much as we have that whole, you know, proper seasons against you know the rest of the world, you know, I love it because we start the year off in summer. Then we get cold midway and end nice and warm. Compared to the rest of the world, they start cold, get hot, then cold. Personally, I would want it the other way around, but that's just because I like cold over heat. <laughs> yeah, but then again, when it comes to New Year's Eve and you're in the city with a thousand other people squishing right next to you, <laughs> I'd rather not be in you know like fifty different layers of clothing. With people trying to jump and celebrate all around me, compared to everyone trying not to touch each other in summer. Yeah, you got a point there. Now, Can't、uh, deny that. Can I just sort of bring up something?、Uh, yeah, go ahead. Now, think of the southern hemisphere. You know, us, our seasons being backwards. You can also say something about like how Australia is upside down. You know, there's a the whole thing about how Australia is upside down. Oh God! Screw everyone that says that. <laughs> personally, I think it's kind of funny seeing some,、um, some like you know TikToks and memes and Vine, whatever they are. But so sometimes it gets a bit excessive. The、uh, yeah. just ends、yep. up. No, no, no! Go, go. Yeah,、uh, it just ends up being like the whole debate about like was the Earth flat or is it round? The general classic. Okay, now I have two things to say. Now, a, we do not believe in flat Earth here. We are a round planet. And b, you're on TikTok. <laughs>、uh, my girlfriend is. Okay, cool. I mean, I don't have anything, you know, against TikTok, except it's a trap. Honestly, it's a trap, dude. It's. I mean, the app is is really meant for you know kids under eighteen, and the amount of people over eighteen that I see are that aren't female over eighteen, under eighteen, from what I've seen. Yeah, like anyone over eighteen that's not female, unless they're a comedian. I think you need to get off and find something else, like YouTube. Have you personally been on TikTok? No, actually, honestly, no. I'm just going off. I think you should、off. give it a try. Okay, you know what? I, I think you're being a little bit harsh to people that are on TikTok. Okay, fine, fine. Next episode will come back after me doing 
40 hours of TikTok. <laughs> 40 hours is a bit much considering they're like 10 second videos, but if you, if you want. <laughs> no, 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 we'll do it. It'll, it'll be a real change my mind moment. That sounds good. God. Other than that, do you guys have any other questions you want to like, you know, point out? Like, like things you've heard stereotypical about Australia that we want to talk about? Pet kangaroos. What Why do you think we have, we have pet kangaroos? Uh, <laughs> I can't really say anything to us considering what was said earlier. Yeah, I think it's the whole thing of we live in a world where millionaires have pet tigers, you know, like living in the house. <laughs> that fair enough? Well, yeah. Also, remember that movie Kangaroo Joe or something? Kangaroo Jack. I Kangaroo Jack. Jack. That's Why a there's... classic. I haven't watched it. I just know that it was marketed really, really cleverly. Because there's one scene where, like, one of the main characters, he, like, trips out. And th- he has, like, a sequence where the kangaroo starts talking to him. But he's hallucinating. But that's the thing that they used for the marketing, so that people thought that, hey, there's a talking kangaroo in this movie, and there just wasn't. Yeah. i never seen the movie, honestly, either, but hearing about what they did for marketing the trail, I gotta say, well played. Yeah, we all fell I for just... it, because we're a bunch of chumps. Dude, I just realized, this movie has a sequel. Wait, there's a Jack. Yes, there is. Really? <laughs> yep. What, what's that about? I, look, I haven't seen it since I was a little kid. I would have no idea, but uh, yeah, the, I'm pretty sure there's two or three. Oh my god. I'm, okay, I'm looking it up right now, and it's animated. Wow. You take it. It wasn't animated the first time? No. First one was very definitely live action. Holy crap. So, so I'm now learning this, and I love this now. What so. I get, what I get from that is, it's kind of like what happened with the uh, Garfield movies. For like the first one was live action, the other ones were animated. God, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna miss that part of my childhood, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I mean, aside from that, what else other than kangaroos we've just talked about? We don't hang out with them. I guess I guess a reversal of another stereotype is people thinking fairy bread is bad. They look at fairy bread. I had look- this debate the other day. People think, how do people think fairy bread is bad? I love it, man. Fairy bread I is absolutely so good. Love it. it is. It okay. is the perfect sit down, shove something in your gob type deal, you know. But people just don't get it. Yeah, this is this is how we get them to try it. We go to birthday parties and just shove it in from them. We force feed the Americans. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine them tied to a chair as you're force feeding the fairy floss bread. Take this goddamn goodness of rainbows and sprinkles. I mean, like our, our parties, like it, do, it literally, it doesn't matter what age you are. <laughs> a party is made better with with the Australian like party staples. Fairy oh bread, god. Cheezles. rolls. You see fairy bed at a party, you know it's lit. Yeah. Oh, 100%. The thing is, I don't know why people would complain about fi- 
blackberry bread considering it's just bread with sugar like people love sugar yeah <laughs> like how's that different from i don't know um pop tarts too uh, true pop tarts take effort because you have to put them in a toaster low key i love pop tarts <laughs> you know, I, I, I agree with you pop tarts are great pretty good i i, yeah, I, I was feel in the like US for a trip and i bought a pop tart from a vending machine i didn't even know you could buy pop tarts from vending machines <laughs> <laughs> That's I, I, funny. I and i'm like oh okay uh and then i i just i just had a pop tart and um, I, I i didn't have any toasters nearby and i just ate it and it was the weirdest experience i've had in a very long time it was just I find it so surreal that I can sit down and just have a pop tart. The experience of just having it out of the box without toasting it. Yeah, or you can you can just buy packets of them from vending machines in certain places. You know, here I am sitting, feeling left out because I've never had one. Bro, we great. need to force him one. <laughs> We force feed we force feed the Americans very bright and then we force feed you Pop Tarts. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you know, this this podcast is gonna work. I'm gonna grow my personality and put that on my Instagram now. Have not have not had a Pop Tart. Update. Have had a Pop Tart. Update. <laughs> Next time you go my to, jaw has to been sprung over. You're getting yourself Pop Tarts. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, by the next episode, it's just going to be me updating everyone on. So I finally did A, B, C, D. Pretty much. And I think, um, I, like, uh, Jordan, Nick, Jordan, and uh, Nick, and myself. So I couldn't even, I couldn't get that out. I think, I think we're all going to come back and we're going to be like, oh, so I tried this or so I looked up this. And yeah, that's just how the conversations are going. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, I feel like this is kind of a good place to stop here for the episode. How about you guys? Yeah, I, think, uh, I think we've done pretty good today. Oh, yeah. We got good yeah. conversations and had good laughs. I'm going to have fun editing this. <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should be fine. You should be fine. Yeah. But no, guys, hey, this is the Personality Podcast. Where this is the only time I'm ever going to be able to say that word. Because, f- God, I love it. Because, like, what's it, like, five minutes ago before we started, I couldn't even start it. <laughs> All because you couldn't say one word. Perked up a little highly. It's okay. I'm just going to go and it's going to be like... Uh, welcome to the personality podcast. Oh god, I'm so gonna overdub every time I say that. I'm and gonna be looking forward to when it gets added to the dictionary. Perpinality. Like, welcome, and you say right, you'll be welcome to the personality pop tart. Perpinality pop tart. Oh god. Okay, okay. Anyway, guys, this was the Pop Tart <laughs> podcast, <laughs> and have a nice day.